I will have to admit, this, I'm a little nervous this morning. Every so often, it takes a while for the sermon to come together, and this was definitely one of those times. So perhaps it's not inappropriate that the sermon title is Wisdom and Chaos. Particularly so because the title I submitted was Wisdom and Cosmos. But uh, perhaps by the end, I'll be hoping for wisdom and a cosmo, but we'll see. But the theme today um, is cosmos, as we are finishing our um, creation series and heading into uh, our uh, regular church schedule, which at first glance seems to be a very fit match to the reading. Uh, as Mark said, um, the reading from the book of Proverbs is a, Proverbs is a book of wisdom quotations. And the first sec section is explicitly uh, spoken as uh, coming from wisdom in the eighth chapter that we read a portion of uh, is wisdom describing herself to the reader, uh, to the seeker after wisdom. It particularly seems uh, appropriate because she describes herself um, as being there when God set the heavens in place. The identification of wisdom with the heavens is in a lot of ways not that surprising. Um, certainly, we know for primitive humans, the world often seemed completely chaotic. Things moved as they willed, almost seemingly by whim and caprice. Sometimes the spring would come wet, sometimes it would come dry. The animals would scatter or they would return. It would be difficult to understand the way the world worked. Looking up the heavens would have seen, been the first glimpse we as humans would have had of an a world that was orderly. The stars moved in their patterns. The sun had its regular schedule. The moon, too, even if it wasn't the same as the sun, it moved in a discernible pattern, growing full or um, waning down to a new moon. Days would grow longer and shorter. Even the wandering of the planets which at first might have seemed as if they were wandering as they would, ultimately came to be seen to follow a pattern, a predictable one, that people were able to discern. Even the occasional eclipse, startling uh, at first, ultimately came, came to be seen as something that could be predicted. The heavens may well have been the first place that we saw that the world around us might become comprehensible able to be understood. What I'm describing, though, is rationality, logic. And the reading is about wisdom. And they are related, but they're very different. We can think of times, certainly all of, most of us are old enough to remember or certainly have read about the ways that rationality has been abused. Um, 
thinking of the 20th century that I grew up with, the twin horrors of fascism and communism, both presented themselves as the scientific approach to managing the world and people in it. They were unarguable because they had been logically reasoned out. And before that, the French Revolution also said that it was supposed to be the rational response to the world's brutality and superstition. And I think most of us can remember how peacefully that turned out. And I don't want to just hit on politics. Uh, if we look even at the history of the church, um, the Salem witch trials and the witch persecutions that happened at the time of in the late 1600s and for much of the century before that. We think of them today as uh, the last spasm of superstition. The people of their own time regarded it, regarded it as the supremely reasonable and logical pursuit of a good world. They actually saw this actually as a scientific approach to managing society. Rationality, in its own way, is neither truly good nor truly bad. But the danger of that is when rationality is chained to an immoral or an amoral system of values. It only serves to increase its brutality. Logic and rationality it makes a good map, but a poor guide. If we're looking for a guide, we might do better to seek after wisdom. What is the source of the sort of wisdom that we talk about in the readings? Well, we can go on to the letter of Paul to the Colossians. Paul, writing to the church at Colossae, writes to them of the nature of Christ. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. As I said, logic, rationality, might make a good map. It might show us all the ways that are out there to go. But wisdom is our guide not in the sense of giving us step-by-step -step directions on how we might get to where we wish to be, but by giving us the place where we wish to be, our goal, the place we want to get to. Rationality can certainly help us get there better, but the key is knowing where it is we want to, get to be, 
And in Jesus, we have that goal. That aim of living in the world, to love the world, the world that God has created. Loving the world and loving our neighbors. We can certainly harness our rationality for that. But it's the wisdom of seeking to love as God loved us that we seek to aim at. But it also tells us something a little deeper, stepping back once again into the theme of the cosmos. Because what we see in God, in in Jesus Christ, is God's love for the world. That we are not in a world of chaos, of meaningless chaos that we can't comprehend, or for that matter, in a world of rigid logic, of cold rationality, ultimately with no meaning or purpose. We have been called to love the world because God has created a world out of love. The wisdom that we seek, the wisdom that we try to follow, is the knowledge that we live in a world created in love that we too can respond to out of love. As I say, this one took a little while to come together, so I hope it's not a problem that it's a bit brief. But I realized when I got to this point that I had said what I had to say. So I do ask that God bless this reading and the words to our greater understanding of his purpose for us and our understanding of the world.